It's episode five. Welcome to the Eurovision Games. My name's Tom. I'm Luke. And this is Rob Lilly. Hello, everybody. Episode four was good, wasn't it? Oh, I am still delighted at how that turned out because I've got another point on the board. I'm leading the super fans, but it was close. Matt was really good last time. He was so good. That boy is like a Eurovision encyclopedia. Honestly, like, oh, uh, that song was that year, that many points, the margin between that and the next song. Honestly, it was incredible. I was sure you'd met your match. I didn't think you'd have any chance, especially when during the end game, he was going quick. He was giving answers like nobody's business. Yeah, I didn't tell him at the time, but I was a little intimidated. Were so, you? So all the, all the more delighted to have uh, got another point on the board. Yeah, I was going to say, because he really put you to the test. He did. He really, really did. It was very, very close. So who came out on top, Luke? Who came out on top? You, but narrowly. It was quite narrow. Oh, it doesn't <laughs> the margin, the margin Luke, doesn't matter. Luke isn't giving you it, apparently. Uh-uh. Well, no, no, narrow. No. Narrow, no, Rob. Yeah, it was very narrow. <laughs> it's only a half point. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so the leaderboard going into episode five, Rob has got three points. The superfans have got two. It is very close. So eagle-eared listeners may have realised there that there are five points on the board. I've got three. The superfans have got two. But we've only had four episodes. How does that work? That's because episode three was a draw. It was. It was. So we could have another draw. We could hands. have another draw today. If you win this one, though, Rob, really, you've, you've won the series, haven't you? And you have to, what was the agreement? Come to Eurovision with me. That was the agreement. I, I'm acting like I'd be that bothered. I'd quite enjoy to go to Eurovision. I, don't, I wouldn't mind it that much. I think I would love to go to Eurovision if it was somewhere hot. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go to Eurovision if it was with someone who isn't going to be the cockiest person ever if he wins this series. I see where you're coming from, but a bet's a bet at the end of the day. It is, it is. So if you've not listened to the Eurovision Games before, the show works like this. There are three rounds all based around the world of Eurovision. Rob will take on a superfan for the episode and they will both be competing to earn an extra 10 seconds for our ultimate trivia end game. They both start with 60 seconds as standard. They can win an extra 10 seconds for each round they win. Shall we find out who today's contestant is? Let's do it. So, his name is Evan, he is 34, and he is from New York City. Yes, we are travelling the Atlantic. Going global. He's never been to Eurovision. He was going to be going this year, but unfortunately, something got in the way. I'm not going to say what. He's been to loads of different places, though. He's been to Melody Grand Prix in Norway. He's been to Australia Decides. He uh, always supports Spain. And if he could appear on Eurovision, he'd be directly influenced by Kino. This is Evan Stewart. Hi, Evan. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. How's New York looking in the fall, Evan? I bet it's looking very, very nice. Autumn in New York is beautiful. Uh, it tends to be about two weeks long where all the trees are, are you know, they're colored leaves, but it's uh, not too cold yet. Ah, oh, so it's picture perfect. Yes, and uh, where in New York City are you? I, I live on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Very, very nice. On a scale of one to Serena Vander Woodson in Gossip Girl, <laughs> where is that for my own personal <laughs> reference point? It, it's uh, on the other side of Central Park, so it's pretty close. Perfect. Now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like how that is your reference point. Yeah. Right? Gossip Girl as a reference. <laughs> but you are our first American contestant, Evan. So congratulations yeah. for that for a start. <laughs> but I want to know, how did you get into Eurovision? Uh, I heard about it on a on a reality TV message board. 
Okay. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Music and geography sort of to my interest. And uh, so I, I paid attention to it sort of peripherally for a couple of years. And then slowly the obsession started growing to where now I think about it, you know, an inordinate amount of time. <laughs> and what was, what was the first Eurovision you can remember? Or what was the year you kind of got into it? The first one I ever watched live was uh, in 2011. Mm-hmm. at the German club in Washington, D.C., which is where I lived at the time. Of all the places uh, to watch it, that must have been incredible. It was really great. They were, they were obviously excited. That was the year that they hosted. And so uh, lots of European expats uh, who work in the consulates there attended, and it was a lot of fun. And what's this about your obsession with Spain that we've heard so much about? <laughs> uh, well, I've traveled in Spain pretty extensively. I speak Spanish. I've, I've done uh, several trips there uh, for school and for fun. Uh, so I would love for them to win. Uh, I think and, they deserve a win. You know, it's been a long time. Yeah, They would definitely tell you that they deserve a win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're very excited. So one of the things we've heard about you as well is that you would be directly influenced by Kino. What? Uh, I love Kino. Uh, they're, they're probably, I think they're the first group that I ever met uh, when I went to Melody Grand Prix. Uh, in 2019. Name drop. Uh, <laughs> well, it was a very brief meeting. Uh, but but I think they're sort of the epitome of Eurovision. There's a little bit of, of national folk traditions. There's a lot of flamboyant Europop. And uh, it's, that's, that's exactly what I'm looking for in a Eurovision song. Yeah, I love them for the same reason that like for me, for example, I love um, John Eric Falglen in Melody Festival. And it's that same oh, sort yeah. of, like you say, the sort of the native vibes about it. By the sounds of it, your meeting with uh, Kano was exactly the same as my meeting with Darude at the London Eurovision party a couple of years <laughs> ago, where everyone was trying to get his picture. So I thought I may as well join the queue. Although Darude then seemed very confused about what was happening. And instead of taking a photo, <laughs> instead of, taking a photo of uh, me and him on my phone, he confusingly took a photo of me and him on his phone. What? Which means that I've never seen the photo. <laughs> I like the idea that he's never deleted the photo yeah. and he's just scrolling through it. You're there. I think maybe it's his lock screen. <laughs> also, how is it that we've been friends for almost a decade and with all the Eurovision stuff you've told us, you've never told us that? I've never heard that story. I've just, I'm a old little bundle of surprises, aren't I? <laughs> but Evan might be able to rival you. Uh, Evan, can you tell us about when you were stopped by the police? Uh, so Eurovision doesn't air in the U.S. anymore, and it didn't when I first got into it. So I was uh, traveling home, which is about an eight-hour drive from where I lived at the time, mm-hmm. uh, through the mountains of Maryland. And I was refreshing the Guardian's live blog on my screen. This was back in 2010. Yeah. And, um, and I guess I wasn't exactly paying attention to the road as much as I should have or my speed. Oh. And so going down this one mountain, I went a little too fast and got pulled over. So Eurovision so, directly led to you being pulled over by the police. Yeah, it was about $110 of a, of a oh. mistake. Oh my God. That, yeah. It's my one and only speeding ticket. I won't do it again. I don't even drive anymore. <laughs> Whether or not it was worth it depends on how much you like Lena. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, we heard you were meant to be going to Eurovision this year, weren't you? I was, yeah. For obvious reasons, that couldn't happen. Uh, are you going next year or have you got a plan to go back? That's the plan. I have my tickets are transferable to next year um, if we get, you know, coronavirus under control by then. That would be fantastic. So are you ready to get started? You you know how the Eurovision games works, Evan. There'll be three rounds where you earn 10 seconds for each one you win for the end game, which is an ultimate trivia end game. Are you confident? Uh, no, but I'm excited. I'm going to do my best. Welcome Thanks. to the Euroquision Games. 
Luke, what's round one? Round one is The Commentator Said It. Oh, now I, I've been listening back to some episodes and I've realised how much I've been saying, oh, that round's my favourite. <laughs> I, I pretty much call every round my favourite, but I've decided that if I'm going to say it for any round, it is this one. I like it. I think it's fun. It's fun, but it's really, really difficult. Evan, as a guy who has played it before and you've listened at home, I mean, this is a tricky round. It is. Yes, it is. It is. So in this round, Luke obviously reads out various quotes from the BBC's coverage of Eurovision. This must be hard for you, Evan, because have you watched the BBC's coverage ever before? I've watched probably uh, several of them from early in the 2010s. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so you, you, you do know Terry Wogan, you do know Graham Norton. Yes. So we'll read out various quotes from the BBC's coverage of Eurovision. You must tell us which act they were talking about. You both get three individual rounds and each round consists of three different quotes talking about the same act. If you answer after the first quote, you receive three points. After the second quote, you receive two points. And after the third and final quote, you receive just one point. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the round. Now to help you, all quotes for both of you are from the same year. We won't tell you the year, but listeners at home, I'm sure you'll be shouting out what year it is. Let us know on Twitter and Facebook. And it'll also help you, Rob and Evan. If you get the year in your head, it might help you guess which acts it could be. It should help you answer the other questions. Does that sound all right? Sounds good to me. Sounds good. So, Evan, do you want to go first or do you want to go second? Do you want to hear how Rob does it or do you, are you confident? I think I'm going to uh, try to get the year after Rob gets the first one. So go second. That is a good strategy. Tactical. That makes sense. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about doing it that way before, but that makes a lot of sense. That is very tactical. I love that. I love that. So, Rob, you are going first. Okay. Luke, what's his first quote? Malta is the most enthusiastic Eurovision entry every year. Oh, not a lot to go on. But it gives you clues for future. It does. Uh, Do you yeah. want to guess? I'm, uh, it's always worth a guess. Just any Maltese entry, really, I'd say. So what we're looking for? We're looking for the, looking for the act? We're, we're, we're looking for both. Looking for the act and the song? Yeah. Uh, can I go as a guess, because I may as well, uh, Fabrizio Faniello, and the song was... Is it I Do? How the <laughs> hell oh did you do that with Malta is the most enthusiastic Eurovision entry? I see... Just how... What? what? I seem to remember him being quite enthusiastic at the time. What? Oh I don't understand. Oh my God. Luke, what were the other quotes? I didn't even get to the other two. Like, <laughs> that's how good that was. The other quotes were, we've got four dancers for whom modern dance stopped about 30 years ago. <laughs> and the third quote is, and there's an old drum machine and he's a man with serious eyebrows. I don't think any of those would have helped, honestly. I, I think the first one was the most helpful. Well, well just as well, because you got it in the first one. I like, can't believe that. You've never done that before. I've never, honestly. Not on that vague a clue. No, honestly, mm. it's going to be downhill from now, Evan, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Evan, how are you feeling? I'm impressed. Kind of unbelievable. I'm just sat here in shock. Yeah. You watch, watch me get both of the others wrong now. Well, even if you do, you've got three points secured. Are you ready for your next song? Yeah, I think so. Have you two uh, calmed down a bit? There's a lot of excitement on that side of the desk. I, I think so. I think I think we'll breathe. We'll breathe. Yeah. It's fine. Luke, what's the next quote? Meanwhile, I can make no promises. <laughs> um, the next quote is, they qualified from the semis with this engagingly modest number. <laughs> I can. Could be anything. Uh, I will go for uh, Carola. 
No. No, no, it wasn't. Have you just just out of interest, have you got the year in your head? I think I do. I think yeah. you do. Evan, have you already got the year in your head? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you didn't get the three points on that. Here's your next quote for two points, Rob. It's more of a football chant. Oh, it is LT United for Lithuania with We Are The Winners. Correct. That's right. You are doing well today, Rob. Thank you very much. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm very, very pleased and as surprised as you two are. <laughs> I just literally would like to say that, like Tom, ever the tone of surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. I really am. I'm kind of giddy. <laughs> right. Your third quote, just for reference, is keep an eye out for a bald maniac who may be Harry Hill's brother. <laughs> <laughs> would, would that have helped you? It would have helped me. That would it have helped, helped you. Got that. Uh, Evan, did you get that right? Uh, I did not, actually. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, fair enough. It's all right. I mean, thankfully for you, these aren't yours, so you're exactly. all fine. Exactly. <laughs> Rob, here is your final song. It's the first quote. Actually, this song is written by DJ Pasha, who's doing the commentary for the Ukraine in the box next to me. Which would suggest that maybe then it is Ukraine. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, I'll go for uh, I'll go for Ukraine song like you then, which was uh, Tina Carroll, "Show Me Your Love." Correct. Yeah! Well, that is another three points. Oh my goodness gracious! So you've got the, you've got the year then. I wouldn't say it necessarily. It might help Evan. I have got, got the year. You've got the year. I've got the year. I've got what's that? Eight eight, eight points. Eight points. Strong start. Good start. But Evan, it is beatable, especially if you've got the year. Do you think you've got the year in your head? I definitely have the year. Okay. Okay. So that should help. What were the other clues just for Rob's final song? The first serious case of a short skirt and boots was the second quote. And the third quote was, and men in frocks. Very good. There you go. Now, the thing, Evan, is uh, I'm not going to say the year either because you already know it, but I think this will help you because the, the year in question was famous for a lot of very standout performances. So I think you're in I think you're in good shape. I think you'd be okay. I hope so. I think so. <laughs> right, Evan, we're over to you. Here is your first song and your very first quote for a potential three points. She's a Britney Spears impersonator. In fact, I think old Britney could sue. Any ideas? Um no. Uh I'll have to pass. I'll go to the second the second quote. Pass? Okay. Second right. quotes. Skirts, rara. We get down to the basics pretty smartly. Evan, any idea? Uh, I'll say Kate Ryan. No, that wasn't correct. Very good guess though, Evan. Very good guess. So that means we go to the third quote for a potential one point. Luke. There's at least three changes of costume. Gotta really know the performances on this. I think this is, I, this is tough. I think I could guess the country, but I'm not sure I could give you the artist. I don't know the costume changes. That's throwing me off. I'm I'm just gonna guess something I know from that year. Yeah, and that'll be Sandra through my window. No, it wasn't Luke. What was it? It was Arsenium featuring Natalia uh -huh. Gordienko and Connect R Loka. Uh, Natalia uh -huh. Gordienko, who was going to be. Uh, that country's Eurovision representative this year. Yeah, Moldova. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom says, was Moldova. Don't worry, Evan. You can still get three points in the next song. I'm good. So your next quote is this. It's a country song. So typical of Germany. Uh, Texas Lightning. No, no, never. Correct. Yes, yes well three points. What were the other quotes, Luke? Now, I want you to set a spell and let your saddle cool. <laughs> <laughs> And the last quote was, she's a bouncy little madam, this. Oh, well. <laughs> so this was a Terry Wogan year. Yeah, classic. Uh, yeah. Evan, what was the year? Because you've got it and Rob can't steal it from you anymore. What was the year? 2006. Correct, correct. So let's see if that helps you in your final song. Luke, what's the next quote? 
Croatia's answer to Elizabeth Hurley, really. This is one of my favorites ever. This is Severina Moja Stikla. It was correct. Well done. I always joke that my drag name for Eurovision would be Maya Stikla. <laughs> <laughs> would you go for the full outfit as well? Because that was a great outfit that year. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So, Evan, not that you need them, but the other two quotes were these. It's a sort of shout along. It's obviously much more fun to sing than listen to. <laughs> Harsh. I know it is a bit harsh, but I love it. Last quote was keep an eye out. There's a fellow trying to play a ukulele with a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there always when it comes to Eurovision? Isn't there always? <laughs> love it. But that was an amazing round. Rob, you stormed it. You got eight, but Evan, you were just right behind him with six. That is a good round. I think both of you should be proud. Yeah, very happy with that. Good job, Evan. Good job. Thank you. Are you are you confident? Are you are you kind of easing into the show? Are you like, yeah, I can storm this now in round two and three, Evan? I'm, I'm going to make a comeback for sure. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. I, I'm rooting for you. I think you can do it. Thank you. Let's see what's in store with round two. Round two is In the Shower with Luke. Evan, you've listened to the show before. Do you like In the Shower with Luke? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you do? Mixed results. <laughs> Depends. But, but yeah. Depends on the quality of Luke's singing, I would argue. Which is bad. Exactly. <laughs> Which is always consistently bad. But he can surprise you, Evan. In the last episode, he was singing in Portuguese. Wow. <laughs> Evan didn't sound that impressed. Yeah, no, he didn't. I'll be, I'll be honest, Evan, from my point of view, yeah. it was quite underwhelming. Yeah. I mean, Evan's just like, I speak Spanish. I don't need to learn Portuguese. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> So, in the shower with Luke, Luke has recorded himself singing in the shower. In each clip, he'll be singing a different Eurovision song. It's your job to tell us the name of the song and the name of the artist. You get a point for the song and a separate point for the artist. You will get three different audio clips each. The person who has the most points after all three wins the game. Simple. Simple. Sounds good. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I will go first this time. Go first oh. this time. All right. Bringing the confidence out so you can't be intimidated by Rob, yeah? Exactly. Going to set a high bar. That's the plan. Great. Great. Uh, this is your very first song. No, 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 no. I'm looking for a band today. I see the chivers anyway. Through my eyes. Oh, 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 I... I'm alone in life to say I love the chivers anyway Cause chivers look divine Ew. I don't, about oh. you. I don't know about you, Evan, but that was pretty stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's cringing in a corner. Uh, I mean, I, I basically cringe all the time. I don't yeah. know why I do this. The, the, the main people I feel sorry for are your housemates. I have to endure this when you're recording it. Yeah, I feel bad for them. I really do. <laughs> to be fair, it's a miracle that all the windows in the house are still intact. It is, it is. Uh, Evan, how was that? Did, uh, did, it, did you get any ideas? I don't know the answer to this one, no. I don't know it. Don't know it at all? Don't want to guess? I feel like I heard I want to feel. Okay, we'll take that as a guess. It wasn't. It was Divine by Sebastian Tellier. Oh, uh, I did not get that from that singing, I'll be honest. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. That song, uh, famous for its uh, the first and only thus far appearance of a golf cart on the Eurovision stage. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for your second song, Evan? I'm ready. Yeah. Great. Here it is. You gotta speed it up and then you gotta slow it down. 
Cause if you believe in a love can hit the top, you gotta play around. But soon you will find that there comes a time for making your mind up. I think I would get that. If I didn't know what it was, I think I'd get it. Evan, have you got any ideas? Yes, I think that's the classic Making Your Mind Up by Buck's Fist. It is! Yeah. Two points! Very nice. I think it would have been sacrilege if you'd have got that one wrong. At I least... think the BBC would have come for me. Yeah, yeah. At, least, at least for us as Brits. Yeah, that's Eurovision fan. your Eurovision fan card removed if you'd got that one wrong, I think. <laughs> Two points. So let's see if you can make it four with this next song. In a woman's heart, a dream is for life Any day, in a woman's heart Together's an evening prayer When I think of you, I wonder what I've done so far There you go again, forsaken a woman's heart Oh, I didn't, oh. Like, I didn't like that one, Luke uh, I didn't like that at yeah. all not, my yeah. not one of my favourites What I will say, that one was really hard to record in the shower like it was really, really hard, and I and I don't think I did the song any kind of justice. Are you saying that you went up to the musical complexity of that song? <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> uh, Evan, any ideas? No, I think I'm at a loss for that one. I'm afraid. So right, lost. it's it's not just you, Evan. It's not just you. Rob, do you not know at all? I have no idea. Evan, do you want to guess of a title at least? No, nothing. When I think of you. No, it was In a Woman's Heart by Miriam Christine. Ah, the Brazilian that represented Malta. But don't worry, Evan, you have got two points. And Rob has done worse than that before in this round. Yeah, Rob here has got no points on this round many times, so I wouldn't worry. <laughs> so, Rob, are you ready for your first song? I am ready. Good. Here it is. How many times can we win and lose? How many times can we break the rules between us? Only teardrops How many times do we have to fight? How many times do we get it right between us? Only teardrops so what I loved about that was watching Rob in the studio right at the end of that. He went to go make a motion because I feel like he knows what it is because we know what it is, obviously. And obviously he was so disappointed when the resulting note didn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the note wasn't what the song should be. No. Uh, Evan, would you know that? Obviously, it's not your question, but do you think you've got an idea? Yes. Yes. Again. So Rob, you've got to do this for pride. Again, I think this is another another one where if you got it wrong, it's it's Eurovision fan points taken away. This is uh for two points. It is uh Denmark 2013, Emily DeForest and Only Teardrops. Correct. It was two points, Rob. So you you've equaled it up already in your first song. Now, actually, before we get onto the next one, Evan, I'm very interested as to what other people think about this, because I know that's a very Marmite winner. For me, that's the second best winner of the uh of the noughties. What about you? Uh, I would say mid-pack for the noughties. Okay. Not one of my faves. Oh, fair okay. enough. Okay. What was your fave out of interest? Well, Euphoria is probably number one and maybe Toy second. Oh, oh. Toy would not be ranked that highly for me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though? I can kind of get it about Toy, though. It's like really catchy, I think. I've yeah. always thought that. Catchy's one word, annoying's another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of curiosity, Evan, what do you think of my rendition of Toy? Excellent. <laughs> oh. The Baka Bada is perfect. <laughs> Neta would be proud. I, I am proud to announce that in 2021, we'll be releasing an album of the Euroquision Games Loot Covers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I signed the dotted line for that, but it's probably not happening. If there's somebody that you really, really hate, it's the perfect gift. <laughs> it's really, really harsh. Right, here is your next song, Rob. 
Don't come easy And it don't come cheap Been burned too many times To love easily Don't understand me My love runs deep But it don't come easy no, not with me. Rob, you're, you're singing along kind of in the studio. Sing one of my faves from the last few years that didn't get the respect it deserved. Oh, so you're very confident. You're very confident you know it. I am. We're going to go to Kiev. We're going to go to 2017. It's Australia and it's Isaiah with uh, Don't Come Easy. Correct. Two points. So that makes you up to four. Well done. Good start. Good start to the round. Good start to the round. You've got one more song and you are playing for Pride. Okay. Don't worry though, Evan, you can pull it all back. Don't worry at all. I just say as well, like, I don't, we've had, like I've said, we've had some bad recordings of me in the shower. <laughs> I feel like that one is passable, at least. Pass- it depends It depends on your argument for passable. Uh, yeah, it depends where what? the line is drawn, doesn't yeah. it, really? Well, okay, well, let's go to an impartial judge. Evan, what do you think? <laughs> Of that yeah, last that one. <laughs> you don't have to sweet talk him. Yeah. I feel like everybody tries to do this, Evan. You're not the first contestant that's done this. You've tried to get Luke on your side, but, but it's all for nothing. <laughs> it is not all for nothing. I'm a VIP, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just for Luke's ego. <laughs> uh, Rob, here is your third and final song. Can you get this one for Pride? Okay. The door opens wide. Every head turns round to stare. He steps inside with raindrops on his head. The old man, legs are lifted, he finds himself a chair. And he licks a fiddle and bow with gentle care. You at a blank, Rob? At an absolute blank. Oh no! I've no idea. I don't know why I said no in an Australian accent. Then I have no idea. No idea. Are you passing? You don't want to guess. I'm going to pass. I don't need to guess, Tom. You don't need the points. You don't need. You don't need to guess. So you're passing. Okay. I'm going to also pass and say, Luke, can you pronounce? <laughs> I hate you. Uh, can you. Can you please pronounce this act? Because I can't. I hate you so much <laughs> right now. <laughs> Okay, so this was Finland's Eurovision entry in 1975. Piha Soitajat with uh, Old Man Fiddle. <laughs> as, uh, I don't know about you, Evan, but as, as Eurovision song titles go, Old Man Fiddle might be one of my favourites. It's a good one, for sure. One of the few bluegrass. I'm from Kentucky originally, so it feels like home a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so you didn't get those two points, Rob, but you are going out of this round a winner with four points. Evan, you got two. So Rob, that's an extra 10 seconds on the board for you. You've got an extra 20 seconds already. I, I'm very happy about all of that. But as we've seen in previous episodes, that could mean absolutely nothing. So until this episode is is all sealed and I've won it, that's when I'll be able to relax. Absolutely correct. Evan, I don't want you to be over in New York City worrying at the minute, I think you can still pull it back. Don't worry. I, I'm going to work on it, yeah. It depends how Rob plays that end game. At the end of the show, he can have bad end games, but he can also have good ones. We'll see. Exactly the same thing happens to me in reverse on episode three, Evan. Exactly the same thing happened in reverse. I won none of the rounds, and then I was able to equalize with the end game. So all is not lost. Yeah, I, I hope to come back on this last round. Well, let's see how we do in round three. Round three is the war 
of words. Oh, we're back to this one. We had it in the last episode, and that was the first time we've heard it. In this game, Luke will say a word. For example, happy. Both contestants must then bet how many Eurovision final songs they can name that has that specific word in the title. So Rob might say he can name two, and then Evan would be asked, can you raise him or, or do you want to call that? The person who puts in the highest bet must name all of the songs. If they get all of them right, they get one point. But if they can't name as many songs as they predicted, the point goes to the other side. We'll play the game five times and the person with the most points at the end of the game. And to go through all the rules and regulations, it'll be an English word. And we're only looking for songs where that title was in English. Uh, we can only accept answers where the word is obviously part of the title in its original context. For instance, if we gave you the word ice, we'd accept icebreaker but we wouldn't accept bad choice because that is not the same word. Uh, we don't necessarily need artist names. We just need titles. Does that sound good? That, that, there's a lot of terms and conditions to that round that I don't don't enjoy reading out. It sounds like the uh, the end of a radio advert when the person has to talk really, really quickly because there are so many things that you have to include at the end. <laughs> but I think I, I think I understand. Evan, are you happy? Do you have any questions? No questions. No questions. Let, let's see how you do. Okay. Your first word is boom. Oh. Boom. Okay. I, and I can tell you there are four songs with the English word boom in them. This is difficult because it's not a word that I would have thought would be used very often, if at all. Do you want to bet the first? You can just say one or, or how many do you think you can name with boom? I'm going to say two. Two. Okay. Over to you, Evan. Can you raise two? Yeah, I can do three. You can do three, okay. Well, that was a very forthright, that I can was. do three. Confident. Evan is confident. I think Evan's got three. Rob, are you going to try and raise Evan again, or do you want to call him? I've definitely got two. So to try and then double that and get four to beat Evan would be a lot. Uh, so, no, Evan, you can, uh, yeah, I'm going to call it. You've got to name him. Okay, so Evan, what is your first song that has the word boom in it? Boom, bang, a bang. It is. That was Lulu UK in 1969. What's your second song? Uh, boom, boom, boomerang. Correct. That was Austria in 1977. Schmetterling. And my last one's uh, My Heart Goes Boom. That wow. was Charmed. That was Norway in 2000. Very good. That That's it. He's got very it. Very good. You got all three. Correct. I, did you say at the start that there's four? Yes. I think I've got the other one. Was there a song by Armenia that was literally just called Boom Boom? There was, but it didn't make it through to the final. It didn't. I keep there forgetting was, the rules. Uh, and then there was also Denmark Boom Boom, <laughs> which you would have been allowed. So you would have got right for Boom Boom anyway. Okay. Uh, 1978. Well done, Evan. Very, very good. A, a solid start. Thank you. Are you happy with that? So that's one point for Evan. It's the start of my comeback. Yes, it definitely <laughs> is. It starts here. I'm just, I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just ready for the next word. So the next word is song. Evan, we'll start with you. How many do you think you can name with the word song in it? I can do two. Ooh. I can tell you that there are 10 songs. 10 songs with the word song so in. Evan is saying he can do two. Rob, can you raise him? I'm going to say three. Okay, so raised. Back to you, Evan. Can you do any better? Yeah, I can do four. Oh, I like it. Oh, I like Evan, it. you are. We found the round for you, sir. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'm gonna call it. Go for it. Okay, yeah. so I'll say 
song number one. Yeah. That's the song. Song number one. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Song number one. Correct. That was Cerebro, uh, Russia in 2007. Uh, Then there is uh, Beautiful Song. No, that didn't make the final. So unfortunately, Evan, you've failed with those four. So the point goes to Rob, but don't worry. Evan, you made the same mistake I always make. It's difficult. All still to play for. Beautiful song was Latvia in 2012, but it was only in the semi-final. It didn't make it through to the final. Another option you could have gone with was Alexander Ryback from 2018. That's how you write a song. Yeah, there was also singing this song. There was uh, sing sang song. There was sing me a song. There were lots of song songs. <laughs> it's 1-1. One, one. There are still three words. Don't worry. So Luke, what's the next word? Next word is believe. Okay. And we'll start with you, Rob. I'm going to say four. Four? Yeah. Well, I can tell you there's a total amount of five. So, <laughs> so Evan, can you name the full five? I think I can do it. I'll go for all five. Oh, oh. I like the confidence. Ooh. Well, it has to be called. It has to be called. Go on, Evan. Let's see if you can do yeah. it. I hope these all made the final. I'll say uh, believe in me, the Bonnie Tyler. Correct. That was the UK in 2013. And Believe, Dima Balan. Yeah, Russia 2008. I think there was one called Believe Again. Correct. That was by Brink in 2009. Written by Ronan Keating, that song. It was, it was. Believe Me. Yes, Julia Savicheva. That was Russia 2004. And what's the final, final song? The weird name Believe In with with, uh, apostrophe. Believe in peace. Yes, that was Malta 1999. Well done, Evan. That was great going. Thank you. (laughs) I'm telling you, I said it before and I'll say it again. We have found your round. We have. This is the round for you. Uh, So it's currently 2-1 to Evan. And he's deserved every single one of those points. With two words to go. Here's your next word. Angel. How many songs, Evan? I'll start with two. You'll start with two. Rob, can you name any more than two? I've got two as well. So yeah, I'm going to say three. Okay, you're raising. Evan, can you name four? Yeah, I can do four. Evan, mate, you are confident. And again, there's four songs. And again. Evan, can you name them all? I was going to say, and again, I'm getting an easy ride here. I might not be getting the points, but I haven't had to name any. (laughs) (laughs) Evan, let's get started. What's your first song? The first one is Angel uh, by Mika Newton. Yes, Ukraine in 2011. There was another Angel by Kiara. Yes, Malta in 2005. There was another Angel uh, by Too Tricky from Iceland. Yes, in 2001. If I'd realised it was this easy, (laughs) I would have said five. God, wow. But can you get the final song, which is quite tricky? I think you just gave me a clue, (laughs) because there are other Angels, but I I wondered if they made the semis. So I think the other one is a song called Angelique. Yes, it is. Denmark 1961. That's Dario Campiotto. Probably did give you a clue there. Don't tell Rob. <laughs> well done, Evan. Thank you. It's 3-1 at the minute. This is, you are storming. This is your comeback. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I can't win the round you anymore, can I? Round. This is just for pride, this final word. Uh, Luke, what is the final word? The final word is life. Oh, I thought you were going to say love. No, life. Rob. I'm going to say five. That's a solid first bet. Evan, can you beat it? It doesn't really matter if you can. Let's be honest, you've won the round, but... Yeah, I can do six. 
Okay, six. Rob? Do the six, Evan. Just do the six. <laughs> Rob, Rob, you've had a very easy round, but easy, but you've lost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Evan, go on, Ed. Let's, name, let's go through it and let's name six. Okay, there's Mikos Spot, Color of Your Life. Correct. That was Poland 2016. There's Story of My Life. Correct. Belarus 2017. That was Navaband. Uh, there is Chance of a Lifetime. Correct. Ireland 1968. Pat McGeegan. Teenage Life. Correct. Daz Samson in 2006. And It's My Life. Correct. That was Romania in 2013. You've got one more to get, Evan. This Is My Life. Euroband. Correct. Iceland 2008, I believe. Yes. Yep. Yeah. There's okay. your six. Well, well done. done. I'm really impressed, Evan. That- can, I, can I be honest? Uh, I, I was taking a massive gamble, even saying five at the start, because I could, I could only think of a very few. There was one that I thought of that didn't come up in that list, which was, I think, Macedonia in 2004 had a song that was literally just called Life. North Macedonia, yes, 2004. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That was, that was, other than the ones that Evan mentioned, that's all I got. Well, Evan absolutely stormed it, getting 4-1 on that round, which Double. gives Evan quite a crucial, I think it's good you've got it, an extra 10 seconds for the end game. Are you ready? I'm ready. And are you confident, Evan, is the main thing. I want you to be confident. I want you to think, yeah, I can do it. I'm, I'm confident with the, the trivia questions at the end. Great. Great. Well, let's do it. Let's go to the end game. So this is it. Rob has got 80 seconds. Evan has got 70 seconds. It is very, very tight for this end game. Very simple. We're just going to do an ultimate trivia round, and it is who gets the most questions right. Rob, are you confident this week? Are you not? I don't know that I was I was very confident because I had I had the extra 20 seconds, and now Evan's won the final round. Now there's only 10 seconds in it. I don't know. It's going to be tight. It is going to be very tight. I, 10, 10 seconds is what? One, one, maybe two questions? Well, given how long you two sometimes stumble over a question, that, uh, <laughs> that could be half a question. Please do not judge judge our question reading. <laughs> We're very good question readers. <laughs> I don't know. I'll let both me and Evan be the judge of that. And everyone listening at home. We are getting better, I promise. Shall we just get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, Evan, you're going to go first. Your time will start. When Luke reads the first question, here you go. How many times did Serbia and Montenegro compete as a united country? Two. Twice. What result in the grand final is shared by United Kingdom entries Andy Abraham and Josh Dubovi? No point. Last. Lastly. Yeah. A member of which French duo acted as a backing singer for Bilal Hassani in 2019? Can you repeat that again? A member of which French duo acted as a backing singer for Bilal Hassani in 2019? Twin Twin. It was Madame Monsoir. Which trio represented the Netherlands at Junior Eurovision in 2007 and the main contest 10 Jean. years later? OG. Yes, it was. What was the name of the special programme produced by the EBU to replace the cancelled 2020 contest? Oh, I don't know that one. It was Europe Shine a Light. What is the most successful language... Uh, at the contest, songs performed in the language have won 33 times. English. Correct. Carl Espen represented Norway in 2014. What was the name of his song? Silent Storm. Correct. Uh, the Crystal Hall played host to the contest in which year? Uh, 1967. It was 2012 and your time oh. is up. 
You got five correct, Evan. Uh-oh. Are you saying uh-oh? Are you not oh, confident? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see how done. Believe me, Rob has done worse on I, the end game. I think he had some tricky ones, Evan. I think he had some tricky ones. That is an, I think that's an okay score. Uh, I'm confident. I'm confident. Okay. Okay. Let's see how it goes. Rob, you've got 80 seconds for the end game. Okay. Just going a little bit of a stretch. Get myself in the right zone. Get yourself limbered up for it. We've been here many times before. Yeah. <laughs> Your time starts when Luke reads the first question. Where was Ruth Lorenzo dancing according to a 20 In the rain. Spain. The rain. Which of Jedward's two entries scored the most points in the grand final? Waterline. It was lipstick. Commonly known as the Volare, what was the name of the Italian entry that finished third in 1958? Volare. Nell Blue. In what year did Graham Norton become the commentator? 2009. It was 2009. How many winning entries from France have been performed in English? None. Correct. In the 2020 movie Story of Fire Saga, what was the name of the Icelandic town that the main characters came from? Husavik. It was. How many people hosted the 2019 Eurovision Song Contest? Four. It was four. What are the two cities in Israel that have hosted the contest? Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. Correct. How old was Sandra Kim when she won the contest for Belgium in 1986? 14. It was 13. Which duo represented Romania in both 2010 and 2014? Paula Selling and Ovi. Correct. Occurring in 2008, 2011, and 2018, what was what is the record number of countries to participate in a Eurovision Song Contest? 43. Correct. In 1991, Yugoslavia named their song after which other country? Uh, uh, Italy. It was Brazil. Which country's best result is a second place in 1999 and 2009 with songs called Selma and Joanna? Iceland. Correct. And your time is up. Evan, are you confident still? Uh, I, I think Rob won that one. Well, I can tell you, Evan, you obviously got five, correct? Rob got nine. Hey, that's my best ever endgame, I think. That is fantastic, mm. Rob. Evan, commiserations. Thank you. Now, Evan, you've you've done a great job there, but I need to thank you because by losing this episode <laughs> of the Eurocritian Games, you've made a dream come true. That is it. <laughs> Rob cannot lose the series. We're going oh, Eurovision. We're going to Eurovision. <laughs> I feel like there should be some fanfare. Da, 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 da. I mean, I've done it there, so wow. cringeworthy as it may be, okay. but the fanfare has come. If, if, if you there listening at home need a fanfare for anything, maybe you can hire Tom. <laughs> oh, I am delighted. Evan, you did well. Like I said, you had some really tricky questions in the end game. You really did. How was it, Evan? How was it? Did you enjoy being on the Eurovision Games? It was so fun. Was it a real test? <laughs> it was definitely difficult, uh, but it's nice to sort of test your Eurovision knowledge. Yeah, and you you did not embarrass yourself. You did really well. And to be fair, Evan, when you sign up as a Eurovision fan, you know, when you get your Eurovision fan card, you never expect that you will have to try and listen to uh, a man called Luke singing terribly <laughs> some of your favourite songs in the shower. So, this you know, if, it, you, you've done well to just get through that. Mm. Yeah. Cheers, Rob. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Evan. Thank you for being part of the show. Thanks for having me. We'll speak to you soon. Bye, Evan. Bye, Evan. Oh my God, Rob, you've done it. I've done it. I can't believe it. Like you said, I feel like there should be some sort of fanfare. There should be some ticker tape falling from the sky. This is a great day. Okay, now I'm going to say this once, right? We are going to go to a Eurovision with you, but it's going to be somewhere warm. No, no, you can't be throwing some different rules in now. Luke, Luke is pulling a different role in. I think yeah. the I think what we did say in episode one was it's the next years. I mean, if we can go to Rotterdam, we'll be there. 
We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And 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 Luke, to be fair, it's not the coldest of places. It's not. It's but... definitely not the warmest either, but it's not the coldest. Yeah. Fingers crossed for an Icelandic win next year. Reykjavik, <laughs> <laughs> here we come. <laughs> but Rob, oh my God, you have proved yourself, I think. You know, you tell me, did you think I knew this much? I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Coming into episode one, I didn't think you stood a chance. I thought every superfan would come on and it would be beaten, 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 beaten. Having said that, because I've known you for a very long time now, I didn't have an opinion either way. I thought it could have gone either way, to be honest with you. And which way has it gone, Luke? <sighs> Not the way that I would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, Luke Luke is making it sound like he hates Eurovision. It's not Eurovision he's against. He just no. wants some hot weather. It's like we said at the start of the series, we've been to see Melody Festival in twice... Uh, one final, one semi-final, and both of those times in Sweden was freezing cold. I mean, Sweden in February, famously quite mm. chilly, but yeah. you had a lovely time. I mean, yes, we did, but it was like the weather was something to be desired. Admittedly, admittedly, because your origin takes place in May, it will be warmer. Yeah. Well, well, while mm. Luke's trying to debate about the weather in his own head and trying to figure <laughs> about what he promised and what is now going to happen, Rob, I can only congratulate you, but I have to say... You have still got pride to earn because it, you've got episode six to come. Yeah, the big finale is on the way and I'm going to turn it into some sort of lap of honour. It has got to be your lap of honour. This is if just you, too much. Like, I just can't deal with this. In fact, I feel like we should bet something else on it. I feel like you need some sort of incentive. Now, you, we're definitely coming Eurovision with you. Luke, can you think of anything else that we, we'll say we'll do maybe or... I've been very much against us going back to Sweden over the years. Oh, because basically, this is going to be a big promise. Now, listeners, you don't realise how big <laughs> this is. Uh, basically, we've been to Gothenburg, we've been to Stockholm. Now, Rob has really been pushing for us to go to Malmo. So if he wins the next round... Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I cannot believe Luke is going to promise this for I episode six. I am saying this. If he wins the next episode... <sighs> We'll go to Malmo for a moment. Ah, this could get even better. I will say, how many trips are we going on, apparently, in this <laughs> post-COVID world? But either way. Who knows? But, if it's 2021, if it's 2022, I'm happy. Yeah. But that is a pro- I can't tell you at home listening along how big a promise that is coming from Luke when all he's been talking about is going to Cyprus or Greece or somewhere hot with a beach. You need yeah. them to hold a national final, Luke. You yeah. need to get in touch with their broadcasters. <laughs> so, yeah, that is what you can win. Wow. So tune in in the next episode to see whether Rob can win his lap of honour and take us to Malmo on top of Eurovision. It's going to be tense. And don't forget to keep in touch with us on Twitter at Euroquision and on Instagram and Facebook, the Euroquision Games. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you in two weeks time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.